0: Go. Really? <laughs> Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you, you have could attend. Done it in a complete fucking conversation. Come Show <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. We're talking about the Meg. <laughs> Shut up, you stupid Meg. <laughs> yes, our, uh, our flick of the week Shut is, up, uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> The Meg, uh, which we were forced to see since uh, Mile 22 did not look interesting. Um, my Flick of the Week is going to be Future World. And uh, what do you got? Goonies. We're going to watch the Goonies. Oh, we're well, going to talk about the Goonies. I'm glad there's a good movie in this mix. <laughs> One out of three ain't bad. <laughs> All right. Two out of three is. All right. Um, and then uh, I, I have very limited new, uh, movie news. There's no trailers worth talking about that I saw. Um that's it. Uh, this is uh, Hopefully, it's a quickie and a shortie. That's all I got. So just, I don't know. Take it away. Meg. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, first off, we have, uh, of course, uh, my flick of the week, which is going to be uh, Future World. All right. I decided to do some re- um, red boxing this weekend. So I rented three movies. I rented uh, uh, The Strangers, Pray at Night. Um, the commuter with Liam Neeson, which is pretty much nonstop, but on a train, watchable, good movie. Um, actually, wasn't bad. Um, you know it, the 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 premise isn't too preposterous, is is, is like say Flight Plan was or something like that. Um, and uh, and then of course I rented Future World, which uh, let's get on to it. Then. A queen lays dying as her son, Prince, travels across a barren wasteland to find a near-mythical medicine to save her life. After evading violent raiders on motorbikes led by the warlord and his enforcer, Prince meets Ash, a robotic assassin in search of its own soul. When the drug lord captures Prince, he soon finds himself in an epic battle to save the last remnants of humanity. All right. So Future World uh, came out, I think, in March of this year. Very limited uh, release, I believe, and uh, <laughs> and it's uh, the, the, Here's the funny part about it. I'm not. Even, I didn't even write down the writer's name because I, I don't think this guy even needs to get fucking mentioned. <laughs> but um, the co-writer of the film also is the co-director, and the other director of the film is James Franco, who's also the one of the stars of the film. He plays a character named Warlord. Um. All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> god. All right. Uh, yeah, you know what? I think I'd rather watch uh, Squidward do that for about 10 hours than watch this fucking no, movie
1: again. No, you wouldn't.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: I mean, here's here's a 10-minute reel of it.
0: Yeah, they, they someone always has like a super long version of shit, man. I, I, um, the, uh, the, you know, the, uh, Jeff Goldblum, uh, (laughs) grandmaster part in the, on his orgy ship. Yeah. (laughs) It's my birthday. I had that. that, There's like a 10 hour loop of that on, uh, on YouTube. And I, I, yeah, I played that during a birthday party once. Um, not for too long, not for too long. Just until everyone wanted to fucking punch me. Um, so, uh, anyway, this movie is a combination of the bad batch, which I did a flick of the week for, um, I think sometime early or sometime last year I rented that, you know, it had uh, Jason Momoa and Suki Waterhouse who oddly enough is also the main character in this movie as well. Um, played by Suki Waterhouse, uh, plays Ash, the robot who has, um, one green eye and one blue eye. Um, and they're the most obviously in contact lenses I've ever seen in a movie. Um, <laughs> they don't even look like they're anything special. That um, it's oh god damn it! This is a fucking bad movie, dude. I, 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 I think I felt I fell asleep for about ten minutes into it, or not into it, but about about two thirds of the way through, I fell asleep for about ten minutes, and I didn't miss a thing. <laughs> I woke up. My son Kendrick goes, "This movie sucks, Dad." He goes, "You didn't miss anything." <laughs> I go, "Okay, all right. Well, I'm gonna still finish it anyway because I you know I paid money for it." So. <laughs> Future! Future! Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, um, <laughs> motherfucker. So, yeah, this movie is from start to finish boring. Um, James Franco's teeth change color at least six times in the film, which is really fucking odd. They go from extremely yellow to orange. To red
1: sounds like a lot of
0: <laughs> To almost black. It sounds like until until, the- spoiler alert, his death scene where <laughs> where his teeth are perfectly bleached white. Right. Which means it must have been at the end of filming and he had to go somewhere. Cause they I think they spent less than a month filming this movie. This movie is like is if these guys, all these actors, okay, all these actors and the and the writers and everything went to Burning Man. And then while they were there, like, you know what? Hey, let's film a fucking movie. And so it looks like and I'm kinda I'm kinda stealing this from someone else's review, but it also I I thought the same thing when I was reading it. So but um It's pretty much these guys just decide to throw some dirt on their clothes, grab some motorbikes, and then pretend to make a fucking post-apocalyptic film in the desert. And that's pretty much what the movie is.
1: Sounds like most 80s movies.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it's like a combination between the Bad Batch and Cyborg. Bad Batch is a better movie. It's not great. Cherry 2000. I haven't seen that one, but maybe I should. (laughs) So, yeah, um, this movie just raises weird questions. Like, okay, why does everyone have perfectly running motorbikes? but yet there's I, there's no sign of any kind of gasoline and there's also um there's no guns in the world because there's no ammo and no one seems to know how to make ammo so that when the one person who does have a gun and has ammo it just blows everybody's mind right and everyone's got to get that gun and get that ammo um so yeah, Franco uh runs these these warlord he's the warlord and runs these fucking these these assholes called raiders and they just pretty much rape and pillage and then they laugh about it kinda like uh John Travolta and uh in uh battle- Sandy. in Battlefield Earth. <laughs> you know, just a bad, shitty, horrible villain laugh. Just ha 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 you know, just nah. yeah. Like, like like if he had a mustache he would twist it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
1: So snaggly
0: whiplash. Yeah. There's even a point at the beginning of the movie where this, <laughs> is uh, this, this old man who's in this little town, looks like Mad Max, right? This town where they're running their little stuff and he's on a tower and he sees these bad guys coming in the distance, which are the Raiders. And I didn't know they were the Raiders yet called the Raiders yet. And I, I look over at my son and I go, watch, he's going to yell out the name of them and it's going to be, He's going to yell it really loud. And then all of a sudden dramatic music is going to kick in and everyone's going to go fucking crazy and start scrambling everywhere with no planning or anything whatsoever. Everyone's just fucking chaos. Right. And he does it. He goes, Raiders. Raiders.
1: (laughs) Sounds like a lot of. (laughs) Hoopla.
0: So, um, so yes. Um, You even okay. Let me let me read you off the the list of actors that are in this fucking movie. You got Franco. You got Mila Jovovich or Mia, however you want to pronounce it. Um, She plays a character named Drug Lord, who's in uh, the like in the last I don't know 15 minutes of the movie. Um, Lucy Liu, she plays the Queen. Suki Waterhouse, Method Man plays a guy named Tattooed Face. Uh, Snoop Dogg plays a pimp um, called Love Lord. Uh, Margarita Levieva. Um, plays a uh, lesbian love interest named Lee, um, and Rumor Willis is um, she she was one of Snoop Dogg's uh, hoes who's under um, lock and key, and uh, Jeffrey Wahlberg, who's of course related to the Wahlbergs of course, uh, Mister uh, Mister Marky Mark, um, <laughs> he plays a character named Prince. Who he's the main character of the movie is along with Suki Waterhouse. His mother played um, played by Lucy Liu is named the Queen. And the entire movie, every time you see her, is for usually no more than thirty seconds. And she's usually lying in a bed. And there's this sad music playing. And there's like this filter over the over the lens, and it looks very kind of hazy and dusty. And she's dying. And Prince has got to go get her medicine. He's he's got to go to drug town and and you know get the medicine that's going to save her. And they don't even say what she's sick from or anything. And there's a couple times where it shows her you know, standing for a moment, giving some kind of wisdom for a second, and the wind blows through her hair, and then she's done. I think she probably made like $300,000 for just about, I don't know, like half a day's work, if that, in this movie. And, uh, yeah, it is, it's just bad. It just goes from scene to scene where you're like, okay, okay here's another actor I recognize. What are they going to do with, with the shit that they've been handed? And Snoop Dogg seems to be the one that had the most fun in the entire movie. Um, as the pimp <laughs> who's running all these women that have these these dog collars on that um, control them, like they can't run away or anything like that, right? right. So, um, and it's just, oh, uh, goddamn, it is a waste of. It was a waste of my dollar seventy five at Redbox, and I'm so glad that it wasn't that the Blu-ray version was out because otherwise I would have had to spend two dollars. Oh no, yeah. So thank you, whoever in the hood that was a selfish asshole, and you know, because they saved me twenty five cents. So yeah, um, I do not recommend watching Future World unless you want to see um, James Franco in a really shitty movie. I saw a
1: trailer for that, and I can't remember what the fuck we were. I know I saw it with you because, yeah. um, and it was here on um, at, while we were. recording Yeah, the I think show. it was
0: when we used to like play the trailers when we were watching the shit when we were recording an episode. I but think. It, <sighs> yeah i I wanted. It looked awful then. I know, but I wanted to see it because it had Franco in it and. And a couple other actors. And I was like, okay, let's just see how... It, like Let's see what they do with this. And yeah, they don't do a goddamn thing with it. Sounds it's like a
1: lot of... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. So, um yeah, don't check out Future work. Just, just leave it alone. Leave it alone. That's it. That's all.
1: The Goonies.
0: <laughs> On a much brighter note... I haven't
1: been feeling good for the past week. So I took... I have AIDS. Yeah, I have AIDS. <laughs> I have AIDS. Um, that guy's hilarious. You funny every time.
0: Tom Hanks. Hmm. Um. Oh God! Really quick before you go into your review, have you caught up on Preacher yet? No. Oh God, damn it! Do not ruin it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. I tried no.
1: watching it a couple nights ago. And like, uh, let's see. Yeah. I, I. So I worked Saturday, and I got home Saturday. Yeah. And um, I tried watching it. Yeah. And I was falling asleep Oh, okay So I just turned it off And I went to bed yeah. I went to bed at like 11.30
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely you want to be awake to watch this. it It's just Every episode surprises me yeah. that, That's all don't, I'm going
1: to say Don't say anything Every episode surprises me And then uh, um, <laughs> I didn't go in on Sunday I just slept all day Yeah And it didn't I mean Sunday just went by Really, really fast so What's going on on
0: Friday? Did it wipe you out a little bit? No, I felt great on Friday. Mm. Yeah, no you seemed problem. to be
1: getting a lot better. You were almost done. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know, maybe maybe a homeless guy got too close. I don't <laughs> know. San Francisco is just fucking. God, this is a d- dumpster. Man. Horrendous now. It's so awful. Oh
0: god damn.
1: Um, I mean, and this is we're not we're talking like last time I was in San Francisco was like a handful of years ago. It oh. Wasn't that long ago, and it wasn't that bad the homeless situation wasn't that bad and we were right down there in that area Mm -hmm. and um, now it's it is so fucking awful and it's just it's it's out of control yeah and they won't do anything about it
0: I felt like the family at the beginning of Tim Burton's Batman. They were walking around, and the, the dad says, "Son, put that map away. We'll look like tourists." Right. <laughs> That's what I felt. Like god damn. Oh god, that was fucking bad. It was. It was. It's
1: horrendous. It's just. It's fucking terrible. Um, but more on. We'll talk about San Francisco on another show. Yeah. Um. Because we went. We went to go see Rodriguez, and it. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. But I enjoyed myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna catch me listening to like uh, Bob Dylan-ish type music, except you listen to it all the way home and all the way down there. Because I was in the moment. I, I do in the moment type things, dude. And that just it's like a "When in Rome" kind of shit, you know. So then I'm now I'm, I'm kind of done with it, you know. Everyone, but yeah, I'm I'm down to watch the the documentary again sometime in the future. But yeah, it, it's not my average. But I'm I'm glad we went out. That's all I'm gonna say. That's that's it. I'm glad we went. Yes. And I didn't I don't think I caught anything. I don't think I got herpes or Epsi or anything. Never know.
1: So um Goonies. Yeah. So I mean you don't even need to do a summary for the Goonies, <laughs> no, man. No, I don't. I mean a bunch of kids <laughs> go on a go on an adventure to help save their yeah. their homes from a from a greedy land developer.
0: And and as always uh Steven Spielberg has his name on there. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> but I wanted to I can't remember who directed it. Was yeah, it you, Richard Donner? It, yeah it was. If you don't know the Goonies, then you can go fuck yourself. Yeah.
1: So, so that was on, um, It was it was okay. So this is really cool. It was the John Candy. It was like a John Candy mini movie marathon. And on top of that, it there was a connection. Did it end with Wagons East? No. Thank God. It was a there was a connection. So the Goonies played, hmm. then um, Summer Rental, and then The Great Outdoors. So the connection between those movies hmm. is Carrie Green. Because she was in the Goonies, okay, and she was in Summer Rental, and John Candy was in Summer Rental, and yeah, great so outdoors.
0: they're like almost doing like a Six Degrees thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: so that's pretty much what it was, and I can't ever not watch Summer Rental. I know you 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 reviewed that one before, and I don't care for the Great Outdoors, but I fucking when, love it. And you have fucking was it a? It's not Roman Maroney, but he plays Roman. Yeah, um, when you have Dan Aykroyd as a as a fucking you know shill. Yeah. A corporate shill from Chicago.
0: Yeah.
1: You really you really can't go wrong with that.
0: That's the movie that inspired me to stay after the end credits of movies. So I was, um, I just threw on the
1: Goonies. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to watch it. And I forgot, I forgot, look, movies during the 80s are, are special. And they're special for one reason and one reason only.
0: More than one. <clears throat> fuck.
1: Because directors were allowed to take risks. Uh-huh. That's really the only reason. Um, and when you're allowed to take risks, you get greatness. Star Wars, obviously. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, I mean, just any of the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park, even though it's 91-ish, 92-ish. Star Trek V, The Frontier. <laughs> no. He took a major risk with that and eh, failed. But it's, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he took a but, risk by having a Wrath, Jatner direct a movie. Wrath of Khan. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, even Star Trek... The, the first one it was but it that was on the cusp of the eighties, but still. Seven you know, late seventies, early eighties, well throughout the eighties. Yeah. Uh The Explorers, uh Flight of the Navigator, even stupid shit like I Mac heard, and Me I and Daryl. I heard the remaking Flight of the Navigator. Well, that's too bad. Um Jaws. Well Jaws is seventy six, but you know, you still had Jaws two, which was not a bad movie. Mm. It was just a remake. Yeah. And then you had um um Better animatronics (laughs) Basket Case Any of the Friday the 13th movies uh, Sleepaway Camp Yeah And Those aren't Fuck I'm not talking about The great movies that were made Like Back to the Future I mean We already mentioned Star Wars And and Indiana Jones mentioned those two franchises But we're talking about Risks Sleepaway Camp Uh, Basket Case 1, 2, and (laughs) 3 The Terminator You know Aliens Things like that Yeah these movies were allowed to be made because the studios believed in the director.
0: Can- and then *Cannibal Holocaust*.
1: And then that's not believing in the director. That was just some guy going out there and making a movie. And then, uh, and then, but the movie studio stood behind him. Yeah. So, so in essence, yeah, I guess I kind of did believe in him. But
0: as long as the budget wasn't too high. <laughs> yeah.
1: But when you when when you walk when you get away from safe. You get risk. Yeah. And you get calculated. You, you have to take a calculated risk. And that's, you know, m- movies like The Godfather and American Graffiti back in the 70s and even Joe's favorite movie, All, All the President's Men. <laughs> and um, um, anything that was, yeah, anything um, Robert Redford-esque, you know, in terms of these spy movies or, you know, these, these, you know, going against the establishment type movies, even Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah. When you stop taking, when you stop being safe with movies, like what Marvel is doing, although they're successful at it, it's getting stale. Yeah. And you start taking risks. Well, when you take risks, you have the burnout that is DC. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So you have that end of the spectrum. Yep. But when you take risks, you have successes like, oh, I don't know, Get Out, um, uh, Ex Machina. Deadpool. Deadpool. Um, and a couple of others. Um, that's what makes these movies from the 80s special. And The Goonies is no different. You take a bunch of kids, (laughs) which, I mean, any time that you you hear a movie about a bunch of kids, everybody groans, oh, my God, kids. But
0: look at Stand By Me,
1: you know. They're a little bit older, but not much.
0: Not by much at all, yeah. Maybe a couple (laughs) years.
1: And that movie was successful because they were able to focus on the story.
0: Yeah, and the friendship and the, <laughs> the kids,
1: yeah. And that's what that's what the Goonies is. And the Goonies pulls like from wh- whoever wrote the movie, magnificent. They were able to capture all the kids and their voices. Yeah. And make and the kids made fun of each other. Uh-huh. Um, you know, especially like the you know, the, the the uh truffle shuffle.
0: Yes. You know, do the
1: truffle shuffle. I don't want to do the truffle oh. shuffle. <laughs> yeah. I mean the kids the kids were fantastic. They were awesome.
0: And Corey Feldman was the asshole messing with the uh, maid, the Spanish maid. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the drogas.
1: <laughs> you know, and then the, as as the mom, mom says, "You you speak Spanish, you talk to her," you know, and and you know, he would tell her all the bad things yeah. like, you know, if you don't do this, she'll deport you type of thing. Yeah. And then you have the kid that plays short round, and then, you
0: $50 know, $50 bill. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have my kids say that now. Every time they see a $50 bill, they always quote Short Round. Um, I know his name's not Short
1: Round. You have uh, Sean Astin that's in the movie. Uh-huh. And I and it got me to thinking of, you know, think, when are they going to do this goddamn Goonies sequel? And are all the principal players going to be involved? Because, yeah. you know, what, Brolin's in his 50s. So as the movie goes on, there's a, there's a lot of bullshit perpost You know what I mean? There's... Uh, it's, it's, in some cases, it's just preposterous to believe in other cases, it, you know, it's, it's just tying together, together loose ends that, are, you know, co- convenience, yeah. matter of convenience that you have to do this, you know, um, the bad guys, uh, with Ann Ramsey, she, she's f- fucking phenomenal, <laughs> always was. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, um, Joey Pants And I can never remember Robert Davi Yeah, Robert Davi Who's one of my favorite actors By the way Yeah um, He's Agent Johnson No, the other one Yeah um, When you have Joey Pants And Robert Davi Playing brothers Yeah,
0: they're always At each other's throats and, Yeah and, <laughs> and, and
1: and they were fucking great
0: Yeah I love From the get-go Right when he's Breaking out of prison And the cop reads And he thought It was a suicide And goes you, you idiot You really think I would kill myself <laughs> Yeah
1: Yeah yeah. So the movie it hits its beats so well. Yeah. And the editing is so it, it is it is perfection. This is a movie that a lot of students need to watch for working with kids, mm-hmm. for hitting specific comedic comedic beats like, you know, Baby Ruth. Yeah, you know the baby Ruth thing, or the ice cream thing, or going down in underneath into the uh, into the cave where they have to play the piano and things like that. Yeah, and just watching how all the kids react and step and have to move away from things that are falling, and when the piano when they play the wrong notes on the piano, you know, and how scared they look, or when they have to go to to the bathroom.
0: Yeah,
1: or or things like that. (laughs) Everything about this movie is awesome. And there needs to be more risk-taking in Hollywood. There needs to be more movies like this in Hollywood, these adventure-type of movies, where people can just go and forget about their fucking problems, you know, instead of the superhero movie or the bullshit that we got with what's coming up when we review The Meg. Um, (laughs) Because none of those things, none of these movies play off of the simple fact of fun anymore. And you
0: know what? And Even though I don't like the movie Tusk, that much i I like it i appreciate it for what it is and i respect it for what it is i fucking hate that movie i saw it again the other day um, on netflix um by the way you should check out tusk on netflix anybody that's listening but um i respect the fuck out of it because it takes risks you know i mean when it gets to the point where the where the two walruses are fighting each other it's fucking so stupid i'm laughing but still the movie had balls you know i mean it had tusks you know How many movies have the balls to do shit like that? You know that are they, they're actually in theaters? Yeah,
1: absolutely. A twenty four is one of those one of those um, movie studios um, that manages to take risks,
0: like Free Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How often would you think? Uh, oh yeah, this is a gun battle, a, ni- a ninety minute gun battle in a fucking warehouse. Who's gonna want to watch that? Right? And A twenty four takes that risk, and, it, and the movie paid off. It was it was entertaining. I liked it. So, shit. Where can you go wrong with Goonies, man? I, I can't. can't even, I can't. I mean, I love even the ending. You know, when the when the boat comes and everything's conveniently you know covered. You know, with the bank being fucked over and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, they they found jewels and
1: oh, and the the kid that ends up playing—he's the douchebag um, boyfriend. Yeah, with the Letterman jacket. Yeah, he, he was in a lot of eighties movies that always play the same douchebag boyfriend. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, I like the little nod to Richard Donner when uh, when Sloth opens up his shirt and he's. Got the, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, like I said, that the Goonies is a at least a once a year, if not more, uh watch, you know. Twice. Oh absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Once, once twice a year. Yeah, my kids love it too, so that's a classic man. They'd rather watch that than say the new Ninja Turtles movies. Yep. So And that's that's the one thing that's important. Look, I mean when kids are
1: when kids want to watch classic old movies or class well, they're gonna consider classic old movies. When kids want to watch those types of movies instead of Borat or The Expendables, I'm looking at a list of them right now, Spider-Man, Hulk, Cloverfield, things like that, (coughs) and they want to watch, you know, um, Goonies or Megaforce, (laughs) you know, that's that's telling the studios a lot of things. Yeah,
0: Jaws. Yeah, so thumbs up. Uh, Go see it, watch it, rent it, buy it. If I had more thumbs, I'd give more thumbs up for Goonies. Yep. I give right. twelve thumbs up. Hell, every time I watch it too, I got to watch the Cindy Lauper videos because <laughs> there's all those wrestlers from WWF that are in it, like Nikolai Volkoff and Iron Sheik. Uh huh. Oh, you probably can't even stand it, but <laughs> I always watch that shit on the on the Blu Ray I got. Um. All right. So uh, lastly, we've got uh, you know yeah. Oh, I, I we didn't do this with Future World, but um, I'm, it's all going to be no to all the questions you were going to have for it anyway. About it being, you know, a long-lasting... We'll get to that.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll right. do it after.
0: You want to do it after? Okay. So, uh, <laughs> oh, man. All right. Should we read the summary for the... Do map? we really need to? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> a massive creature attacks a deep-sea submersible, leaving it disabled and trapping the crew at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. With time running out, rescue diver Jonas Taylor must save the crew and the ocean itself from an unimaginable threat, the Meg, which is of course short for the Megalodon, which is supposed to be a gigantic prehistoric shark, which, uh, yeah, all right, um, I have pretty much, I have one and a half positives for this movie one and a half positive. Yeah, the, the, the one and a half. The, the one is, the movie for me is watchable throughout from start to finish. It's watchable. It's put together well enough that I can watch it without wanting to fucking, you know, wipe my ass with it and run out the door screaming like with Future World. Um, and then the other thing is, the other half is, a lot of the visuals look pretty cool with, um uh you know, like the set designs and, and a few things. Um, sometimes, not always, sometimes some of the, the, um, the low, uh, not the lo well, the, some of the location filming, but the, uh, the, the, you know, the CG was some of the sharks. some of the stuff looked okay sometimes, but then there's the other half of that one, which is into my list of negatives for this fucking movie. And I'm pretty sure you got way more than I've got because you noticed a lot of this shit way more, a lot more than I do. So, um, <laughs> Can you think of any positives for this? It ended <laughs> We were alive when it was over uh, Oh, oh! here's another negative We stayed through the end credits And there was nothing Yeah, Dude, I I don't It's a big budget version of a sci-fi movie
1: Sounds like a lot of Hoopla! It sounds like a lot of Hoopla! Sounds like a Hoopla! 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's worth a
0: brick to the head.
1: Yes, brick to the head. This fucking movie is awful. Some of the scenery is just absolutely gorgeous with the underwater stuff. Yeah, but when they have to break through, hold on a second. That layer, they had to break through a layer. The of hydrogen gas sulfide, gas sulfide. Layer. hydrogen sulfide. Yeah, hold on a second. Um, the make a hydrogen sulfide layer. An incredible dive um, through T H R E W, the <laughs> hydrogen sulfide layer. And
0: that's what happens when they rush out. Well, that one's from 2013. There's no goddamn excuse for that one. Right.
1: <laughs> I am just going to read Ars Technica's review, and you just, whenever you want to, chime in. Okay. Making fun of the Meg might be more trouble than it's worth. There's no hype for this adaptation of a schlocky 97 novel about a scientifically unsound super shark. So what if Jason Statham got caught up in an unfortunate film? Every summer has its low stakes stinker, but we would be doing summer moviegoers a disservice to not warn them of exactly what to expect should you use a shark movie as an excuse to sit in the theater's air conditioning on a hot day. In particular... Anybody with the slightest appreciation for science, logic, or sound research practices needs to brace their butts for how baffling the Meg turns out to be. Jason Statham makes this phase for much of the Meg's runtime. Like, (laughs) what the fuck am I getting into? Where where, where did my life go wrong? (laughs) Uh, Jonas Taylor is uh, a deep-sea rescue guy. His team has connected an escape pod to a sub's hatch, the rescuers have pulled most of the survivors onto the escape pod, but some violent collisions are rocking the sub. Stathan makes the tough call, disconnect the escape pod, and shove off, leaving two rescuer, rescue divers stranded. Now, in the movie, they're in the sub, and something is hitting the sub. Yes. We don't know what it is. Apparently, it's the Megalodon, which escaped... <laughs> From
0: somehow, yeah, it's um,
1: captivity before or escape from it, the fucking cold layer.
0: Yeah, and so it's in now. It's in the freezing depths of the ocean, right? So
1: then, this was at the beginning of the movie. So when he makes the call to you know get out of that sub, but his his coworkers that are in the sub aren't even moving towards the escape hatch, and they're just as far away from the escape hatch as he is. Yeah. So when 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 it starts to when all the bad shit starts they to keep happen, falling
0: down, they just keep show, every time it cuts to them, they're falling down again.
1: Yeah. So the subs doctor accuses Taylor of deep sea madness for doing this, even after a massive explosion rocks the escape pod as it flees. What do you think caused that explosion, Doc? So flash forward a few years, and we meet Mister Morris Rain Wilson, an American tech billionaire, as he visits his new deep sea research facility, is personally funded. Um, I actually liked Rain Wilson's character in this movie. He, he wasn't too he, bad.
0: He wasn't over the top.
1: Well, except for the end.
0: Yeah. Um, that was that karma shit.
1: Yeah, Morris's constant oohs and ahs and whiles punctuate the fact that he has never seen the facility that he funded nor been informed about what exactly it's researching. The crew explains to Morris that the ocean's floor in this one particular deep sea zone isn't solid ground. Well, that's not true. It's not the ocean's floor. There's a part of the trench, but rather a layer of hydrogen sulfide. <laughs> So uh, in examining this deeper than deep stretch of ocean, the crew in question has never bothered sending either a camera-equipped drone, which you talked about, or a deep-sea craft full of organic life forms (coughs) uh, to see this brand-new stretch of ocean. The deep-sea team is sending a craft full of high-tech touchscreens and a three-strong crew of joke-cracking dorks, which we'll get into in a minute, but... There, there. This is this is one scene that really fucking pissed me off to no end. Mm-hmm. Within twenty seconds of breaking through the hydrogen sulfide layer, the three-person crew is rammed by a massive, unrecognized creature. The ship's power goes out, and the diving station's crew scrambles. Um, so they get Taylor to help, since he's already done this before. After, but only after a bunch of yeah. bullshit. Like they had to fly to Thailand. <clears throat> Like, they only had, like, 18 hours of fuel, of air. Yeah. (laughs) They had to fly to Thailand, then they had to drink beers with them, then they had to fly all the way back
0: from Thailand. To the fucking ocean, uh, to the oil liner, well, you know what I mean. To to the... Oil rig. To the rig. Yeah. And then they had to go down, and then
1: they had to suit up, and then they had to get the sub ready. Yeah. So, I'm missing something here. (laughs) I don't know how far it is from where they were to
0: Thailand... But that 18 hours in between? He was in, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, well, it was the Pacific Ocean, so they're within a few thousand miles.
1: It takes 12 hours to fly coast to coast Yeah, in America. Anything less than 12 hours, you still have, I don't know, eight, six hours left. Yeah. But still, you have to get ready uh-huh. and do all this other shit. So chalk it up to 10 hours uh-huh. minimum. Flying back and forth, coast to coast. That's yeah. 20 hours, right? That that includes get there time and get back time. <laughs> 20 hours. So wherever they were, I can't ever remember where they fucking were, but obviously they were in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. To wherever they had to go had, had to have been an extreme short distance because even if it's six hours total time, right, back and forth. Yeah. So six hours time there and back. Call it 10 hours. So they have eight hours left to prep the ship and get everything ready to go down, which still doesn't leave a lot of time. Yeah. Because anything could happen at that point. Of course, something does happen. <sighs> On a helicopter ride to Thailand, Tyler is found slamming beers and saying he has zero interest. And then he, he, <coughs> then yeah. he finds out his ex-wife is involved. Yeah. And she gets injured as well. The rest of the plot stretches the limits of human logic to a sinewy, gruesome extreme. One untrained scientist decides Taylor is taking too long and disembarks in a rescue pod roughly five minutes before he arrives. Every deep-sea dive that happens, even after the reveal of the terrifying megalodon, is done without the help or reconnaissance of an unmanned drone. Once the super shark makes its way to the surface... Nobody bothers to inform any authorities about what they've discovered, particularly when they start tracking the shark and confirm that it's swimming directly toward a popular tourist destination. (laughs) He left out a part. So the shark doesn't apparently like light. Yeah. Which is dumb. It's fucking stupid. But okay, fine. Whatever. Well,
0: if it's in it, like like say in the book, because I read about this, in the book, um, the sharks didn't like um, going close to the surface because... Um, they're used to being in the darkness. Again, it's a fucking dumb idea because
1: there's light down there, anyways. There's well, it's still light, but there's still light. It's not as bright, but there's still light down there.
0: Well, I, well, in the movie, sure, because they had the uh, the the. No, vents. no, no.
1: There's still light down there.
0: Have you seen footage of uh deep like were those animals, those creatures yeah. that create their own light? Uh huh. That's what I'm talking are about. In the darkness,
1: have, they have a whole bunch of other fucking creatures down there that we've never seen before that create their own light. There's actual light down there. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Well, I, also in the book the um the sharks were uh like um, but the, almost like what do they call it, luminescent? You you but you or, can't you
1: can't rely on the book for this movie anymore.
0: Oh, well, yeah, the, the, the from what I understand this they they changed a lot of shit from the book. So, and then D, DC Deep Blue Sea ruined the, the the script so that that's why this movie was in development hell for almost 20 years. <laughs> so, the,
1: they, he's, the, the the writer skipped an obvious part of the movie where um, they were trying to fix the sub and they got it all working and yeah. then they got attacked again. Yeah. And... and um, right lights, right lights. Right w- whatever her name is. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: the wife. The wife. Uh, that was... Um, she was in some 80s, 90s movies lori Laurie. Too. Jessima McNamee. Mac- uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the actress's name. I don't know. I looked her up earlier because I think she's cute as fuck, but uh, I... I don't know.
1: Go ahead. Did you even write down any of the movies?
0: I wrote what well, no, I didn't write down the movie. I can look her up anytime.
1: So I expected you to have this information. <laughs> Usually you have this information at your fingertips. <laughs> so she gets stabbed in the left hand side of her abdomen. Okay? Yes. And then when she gets taken out of the escape pod or the, the uh the pod, yeah. the doctor says yeah, it's her liver. It's 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 badly damaged.
0: She was the hot um, cop in Chips, the one that was like helping uh, D'Onofrio. Right. That's that's. She, that's she was her. also in a bunch of others. She was in uh, no. I don't have any early shit. Just all have two thousand stuff. So. Your liver,
1: which is on your right-hand side of your body, is not on the lower part of your abdomen on the left-hand side of your body.
0: That's in the goofs um, in the trivia for this movie that they fucked that up, yeah.
1: And, and that makes no sense. I mean, it's, it's an obvious bullshit. You know, They didn't do their research at all. When, when Even something as minor as that, they did no research mm-hmm. for this movie at all. They just wrote it in there to make it sound yeah. important. <laughs> at one point, the crew believes... No, at no point does the crew believe that the shark has some sort of exoskeleton or protection from sheer impact. The monster is eventually stabbed to death in a remarkably low-tech fashion, and it constantly swims on the surface as evidenced by the film's tribute to Jaws by having a single dorsal fin stick out of the water on a regular basis. This movie could have been renamed the most boring airstrike and been done in 30 minutes. Um, all that says nothing about the part of the film where three helicopters start flying over the gigantic shark once it emerges at the at a beach and for some reason crash into each other simultaneously, oh, and then of course, crash into the into the freighter that 's there,
0: yeah, you know. what are the odds?
1: yeah, the three helicopters slamming into each other and then slamming in in catching fire to a fucking ship, yeah, yeah, okay, and then <clears throat> There's a part in the movie where they capture the first Meg. There's two of them. There's two of them. And and as they capture the first Meg, the second one jumps out of the water. Now, this is actually pretty cool, and it slams on the boat. Yeah. Which makes no sense. It slams on the boat, eats the other shark, and then fucking rolls off the boat.
0: Yeah, and wouldn't it take a while for it to eat the other shark and well so everyone can get in there and get the fuck out of there, but instead they just fuck around? Not and necessarily. And it's ready to eat everybody again? Not necessarily. All right. It's got this huge feast Why is it going to fuck With little people When it's got this Huge gigantic feast Because there's
1: blood In the water doesn't matter What's what's around It'll just eat Anything that's in the water well, I know But
0: it's got this Gigantic <laughs> fucking shark it's It eating. doesn't
1: matter It doesn't understand How big of a thing It's eating
0: But it's smelling The it, blood that it's right, eating Right But it doesn't matter You're not hearing this
1: It doesn't matter What's around it It will eat everything That's around it so, including the
0: shark, including the people, so it's including just like a everything. walker in The Walking Dead. It'll stop eating someone just to get up and go chase someone else.
1: No, it's it's whatever is close by. It just eats whatever is fucking close by, and yeah. can and all it does is smell blood. If you're in the water and it smells blood, it's going to think that either you're bleeding or something close to it is bleeding, and all it does is recognize movement. That's it. It's just a it's just a fucking it's like a bat.
0: But if it's focused on a gigantic <laughs> it's, shark, it's, it's not eating. focused on anything. It's just eating. It has no focus. So why would it stop eating to go chase something? It that, doesn't. Why would it take a break from eating when it's already eating to it, go get it's, something? And it's it gonna doesn't go eat. take a break. It just eats. You are not
1: hearing this. There is no. There is no fucking. I am going to stop eating this and go after this. It's if this is in the way or around it. I am going to eat everything around it. It doesn't matter what it is. So if the fucking dead shark is in the water and there are other sharks eating that dead shark in the water and that fucking thing comes at it, it's going to try to eat everything and that dead shark. doesn't matter because that's, that's, that's how... That's, it's just the size of the fucking thing first and foremost because there's it's so incredibly big that you can't help but be in its way. And then that's it's the same thing with uh, great whites. That's why they tell you to get the fuck out of the way. If you put chum in the water and stuff like that, that's why I want you to stay in the cage, because if there are other fish around, it'll it as it's a, eating the chum, and something gets too close, it'll eat that fucking thing up too. Doesn't matter, because I mean, it's not taking a break; it's just going after it. That's
0: what I mean. Why the fuck are not they getting away from the goddamn thing when it's eating the other shark? Where are they going to go? They're on a boat. They
1: the boat, a boat tipped g-
0: over. No, this is before the boat tipped over. Oh wait, this is the second time when they were. Uh, never mind. Fuck it. The boat tipped over. <laughs> The boat and then sh- didn't realize that there was something
1: in the water. The boat
0: should have sunk when it had that giant fucker <laughs> on top of it.
1: But what was stupid and going more to your point was when the guy when when the fat guy, all I could think of was you cuz <laughs> he had he had the same body shape as yeah. you and I'm like, "Oh, that's Joe, but nerd computer Joe, right?" Yeah, like 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 a Harry Knowles. Yeah, but not as ugly. And rapey. Yeah. And <laughs> And he fell in the water, and then that shark ate him, right? Yeah. And that was a cool scene, but it was stupid because they had just killed the shark, and, and there was no water around it. So the shark eating him for no reason just made no sense. Yeah. It's like killing somebody to kill, you know, I'm just going to kill you because you're, you're useless to me, right? Instead yeah. of, it's, it's, the, it's the bad guy, um, uh, the useless bad guy uh, effect, yeah, when you have a, a monologuing mm-hmm. bad guy that continually just says, I'm going to kill you if you don't do what I say. Yeah. So all when, when all of that happens, I mean, and, and then the shark, of course, lands on top of the, of the boat when it jumps out of the water. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> that was a cool effect. But, it looked cool, but I mean, it's still bullshit. But when it was swimming after, like, if you watch as the movie goes on and you compare the first Megalodon to the second Megalodon you realize that they didn't change the graphics they just used the the first shark instead of the second shark yeah. because the mouth like when when it opens its mouth when the first shark opens its mouth and attacks the the, the dome yeah. well that second shark is like twice the size yeah and but the mouth is still the same little tiny mouth yeah and that fucks everything up because this thing is supposed to be massive
0: it's supposed to be mega
1: yeah I, and and the first shark is seventy five feet long. Yeah, and this second shark is much bigger. This second shark is over a hundred feet. hundred Let's call it hundred ten feet, hundred twenty feet. Yeah, easily, you know. And then and in and when it's attacking all the other all the other dudes, like when it's attacking Jason Statham at the end of the movie, and it's biting at the whatever at the little sub thing. Yeah, you know, like it's Jason. <laughs> it, it's it's just biting at the sub thing like. The entire mouth should have, it should have swallowed that fucking thing with no problem. Yeah. Instead, when it's biting at it, like it's a fucking, it's, it's a little bit bigger than a great white shark.
0: Yeah, should have pac it. Yeah. And in the book, I, I read this, Statham's character kills it differently in the book. In the book, he gets swallowed and he fucking, uh, he cuts the fucker's heart out while he's stuck inside of it. Oh, like Drax. Yeah. Or like in uh, Beowulf in a way. Or, uh, Same thing, yeah. Or Men in Black, <laughs> when yeah. K-, K goes, I'm gonna go get my gun back. <laughs> yeah,
1: you love that gun that much. <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah, it, it oh man, and yeah, it just uh, it's what. Oh god, okay. So yeah, I got my my little things. This movie tries to be Lake Placid. It's not Lake Placid. No, Lake Placid is a classic. Uh, a uh, cult movie, if you will.
1: Um if we can short out the firewall I can probably reboot the computer.
0: If I had a dick, this is
1: where I'd tell you to suck it. We should we should find all sorts of species complete we <laughs> yeah, Completely new to science. Whoa, I just lost tele- tele- telemetry. You might be a son of a bitch, but you sure are no coward. And these are quotes. After one successful escape while some of the crew members celebrate another one who's it's the father of uh of the um one of the scientists. Goes it didn't go our way, not for so and so, so and so, not for science,
0: like yeah. I guess that's all that matters now, right? Yeah. They just discovered this whole new world under there, and there's not going to be more of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, so, um yeah, that was God, God, that was bad. That was really fucking bad. Um, <laughs> garbage the garbage fire the movie, it, Just like how yeah, you were talking about the risk taking thing, this movie had no balls. Okay um the P, you know the the PG-13 I think was partially at fault um because they they didn't take any risks with um with with mega murders instead oh you just saw a hand left over or something like that like when you know rain wilson you know eats it you know or whatever it it didn't it, the only the only gore that the movie had is when the whale car it was the whale carcass or when the, you saw a shark carcass but when it came to people uh, if you were lucky, you might have saw some blood in the water, but that was it.
1: Yeah, and it didn't make any sense that if he had if he was tracking the megalodon, and then they bombed the shit out of that fucking whale. Yeah. Well, and then they got up close. The tracker would have been destroyed. Yet the tracker was still on. Yeah. And then all all of a sudden the tracker gets knocked off during the fight yeah. at the end because. That's how it has to go. Yep. Um, it, it was just the the whole the whole ending premise was fucking stupid, especially when uh, Rain Wilson has to you know he he tries to go after the shark because he didn't tell anybody in the government that a fucking hundred and twenty foot shark is floating around yeah, heading towards a beach. He's trying to
0: clean his own house, like
1: nobody thing. would see that, right? Yeah, from the air, especially <laughs> the especially the the the, the, uh, the news helicopters that are floating around, you know. Yep. They wouldn't notice a big fucking shark just heading towards the beach. Not at all. No, no. not at all.
0: Yeah. No, it, it's just, yeah, the movie didn't take any real risk with this. It yeah. just it just went in the same direction. Um I mean, they sh- the w- they
1: totally should have done the shark to push thing, by the way, and had the fucking shark jump out of the water and eat one of
0: the helicopters. I was waiting for that to fucking happen. And it never happened. Yeah. It, yeah, never happened. Um, and yeah, it just, no, fuck that movie. So uh, also, uh, I hated the cliched misunderstandings. Oh, you know, of course. God, we're, we're Longmire, you know, Robert Taylor's character. Um, is you know, oh, well, there was no, you just had, you know, you had deep sea madness or whatever, right? Yeah, deep sea madness. And we, we, we were
1: being attacked literally, something is attacking the sub, and you felt it strike the sub well, below you.
0: Ten seconds after he closed the fucking hatch, the goddamn thing explodes, right? So,
1: yeah, as soon as he, he
0: jumps, as soon as he
1: pushes or, or, hits the uh the eject button or yeah. whatever you know and disengages the fucking sub blows up yeah deep sea madness
0: yeah so fucking stupid right what the fuck i know and it, it just it was like forced um forced conflict right you got to have a reason why he doesn't want to come back right, right? because then it's more it's more mo- mo- momentous or <laughs> is that the word? It's more beautiful and, and 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 daring if if now that you know you find a way to bring him back you know by mentioning his ex-wife's name which uh right. I don't know how many people are willing to go back and you know save the ex-wife but okay. <laughs> I mean it's good that they you know they they are on that level that they're that cool with each other but still that was a little hard to buy. Um and um and then yeah so then and then the whole time you know Even though they're still dealing with this shit, you still had fucking Longmire still doubting him, right? Until finally, when he finally sees the Meg for himself, then he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. You know, my bad, right?
1: Okay, so my question is, I'm reading another review, and it says, they they had out on a fishing boat approximately half the size of the Meg moving at around 6 knots or 7 miles an hour. Uh, No, they weren't moving at 6 knots. They were moving at around 30 knots. 25 to 40 miles an hour because uh-huh. they had to have been. They were on a the, – the, the boat that they were on could travel faster than that, 55 miles an hour is what yeah. it could travel at. The Meg moves on an average of, at 11 miles per hour in the movie. How do they know that? Where's the math behind that, CBR?
0: Um, <laughs> him, <man. clears throat> that shark was moving a lot faster than fucking 11 miles an hour. I'll yeah, like it that. was.
1: Um, the loose cables do end up helping to kill the Meg. What? They used a second crane to hoist the monster onto the boat and towed it back to headquarters.
0: Well, when it was caught up in the in the cables, it stopped it from killing the other things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other people. Yeah. So it, it kind of slowed, you know. So it more like didn't kill it. It just slowed it down, you know. For, it saved other people's lives. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I mean,
1: CBR is making some good points, but this... Yeah, don't I don't even worry.
0: <laughs> just dude, fuck the Meg, man. This movie is
1: just awful. All right, yeah, so... Uh, uh, <laughs> a, a layer of... Beneath a layer of hydrogen sulfide in the Mariana Trench, the, which, um, which you have to break through, and then all of a sudden, like, a jet stream, and then, like, Megs can fly out of it like a transit system.
0: That was a clever way. <laughs> I will say that. That was a clever way to get them to the surface. It's garbage. It was clever. For a movie, it was like, okay, I could... Sure, I'll buy it. I'll buy it because I don't know anything better.
1: <laughs> yeah, like no other fish from the from the bottom of the Marianas Trench would follow that. Yeah, this superheated fucking plume, plume of whatever the hell
0: it is. Yeah, Where, yeah. Okay, there's more giant squid. Yeah. Right. Um, the uh, I you know what the way that he killed the shark at the end was kind of cool. Um, you know, slicing it open so all the other sharks would attack it. But I kind of saw it going that way because well, they they
1: had already mentioned that they're going to yeah.
0: stab it in the eye. And then uh oh what was it? okay, and then the C G, dude. Uh the C you know, like besides the size problem where the you know, the shark is mega huge, then it's not that big, and then it's big again. Besides that, like the scene where the um where the humpback whales were, were trying to, you know, get you know, they were like trying to indicate that they were being attacked. Right. That was bad C G. And there was a lot there was a lot of bad CG in yeah, this movie. And this movie has a hundred and seventy eight million dollar budget. That's insane. Yeah. Like Fuck, dude. Maybe you should have spent one hundred seventy nine, because <laughs> it's just this is bad. It's, so yeah, this movie, when it's all said and done, it's just a big budget sci fi movie. Um, it's watchable. I mean, I, I, I look. I know you hated this movie. I didn't hate it, but I didn't care for it either. So um, I would probably end up giving the movie. Um, <coughs> I'd probably give it the Meg, uh, two and a half to a three, because it's watchable.
1: It's it's a better movie than um than um God damn, it's so forgettable that Dolph I,
0: Lundgren is a killing machine.
1: Yeah, it's a much better movie than that. Uh uh Independence Day too.
0: Oh yeah, it is better than Independence Day: Resurgence. That movie's just an insult. So, uh <laughs> So yeah. Can we honestly uh, just say fuck this movie? Yes. All right. Do you want to go into your uh your uh classic criteria thing? You know, is it, does it stand the test of time? Yes, hold on a second. I'm doing something.
1: Oh yeah. if I could ever find it. Here we go. Is it memorable? Okay, so the first movie that you were talking about. Um Future World. Future World.
0: Future, <laughs> Future.
1: God. Uh, Is it memorable? Does it stand the test of time? No. Is it quotable? No. Pop culture status? Nope. Is it rewatchable? Nope. Blazing Saddles effect? That's what the rewatchable means. Quality? No. It has no quality?
0: No, it looks like, like I said, it looks like a bunch of people got dirty in the desert, grabbed some motorbikes, and tried to make a fucking movie. Dude, even the the female characters...
1: Quality, yes or no? No. Emotional attachment? Nope. Nostalgia effect. Nope. So this is not a good movie.
0: No. All right. Um, I would give that movie. Would you buy it on DVD? No. Okay. Um, I, if, I I would. The Goonies. We don't even need to go through. That's yeah. that already it's hits a, all a, the a, criteria. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. That's that's across the board. Um. And then yeah. So it's uh. I, I would probably give Future World a point five to make a zero to point five. Okay.
1: I give point five. The Meg. Yeah. Is it memorable? No. It, like basically. In six months, are we going? In six weeks, are we going to care? I'm probably going to forget I saw it. Uh, quotable. There's only one quote. If we short out the main, the f- the firewall, maybe we can reboot the computer.
0: It's the only thing I can recall uh, is when Jason Statham goes, "It's Megalodon." Yeah, and I'm For, like, Hee-h-h-h.
1: "Pop culture status? No. Nope. Rewatchable? No.
0: Uh, no. Unless they come out <laughs> with some." Some director's, R-rated, unrated director's cut that has like fucking all the gore you could, it you, should have had. It's the, not
1: yeah. rewatchable in any way, shape, yeah, or form. So, no. So, the quality isn't there. There's no emotional attachment. Nope. And the nostalgia effect, of course, is I Jaws. The, I
0: care for the little girl a little bit. I didn't care about any of them. A little bit. A little bit. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. So the, and the dog. No. I didn't want the dog to die. I fuck that
1: dog! <laughs> so this is not a good movie. I wanted
0: the dog's owners to die in their <laughs> wedding boat, their <laughs> Should, wedding
1: yacht. I did too. Should you see it in the theaters or buy it on DVD or both? No. So neither. 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 Yeah. So don't waste your time.
0: No. Nah, yeah. Don't. It, Meg is no. It's just uh, no. Oh. Well, uh, okay, Dad. Yeah. That's that's all there is. Yep. That's it. <laughs> we flew through those quick, didn't we? Yes. All right. Uh, movie news, dude. I I got unless you can think of something, All I got is. Um, uh, Paramount Television uh, announced that they're teaming up with uh, another company and they're going to make a Sexy Beast prequel series television a series. A
1: Sexy Beast prequel series.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be set in the 90s with um Ray Winstone's character and, and uh and uh oh my god, Ben Kingsley's character, Don Logan, you know. Um and it's when they're doing pulling heists, you know, for the for the uh you know, the English mob. Right. And um you know for Teddy <laughs> Teddy Bass, <laughs> um, played by uh, Ian McShane, um, and it's yeah. So it's gonna be set in the nineties because the movie, the original movie, came out in two thousand. So it'll be set like ten years or whatever before. Um, the The guy who uh, wrote Sopron- the, um, who he was a writer on The Sopranos and Rescue Me, uh, his name is Michael Caleo. He's going to be writing the show. Um, there's no announcement what network's gonna carry it, cover it, n- or nor when it's gonna come out. I would guess Paramount. I'm a little interested because I'm a big fan of that movie. I fucking love that movie. Um, it's one of those cult films that I, I love going back to at least once or t- once every year or so. Um, so I, I'm interested, but I don't have faith in it because I'm like I, I just have this feeling that you know because of course they're going to use actors that weren't in, in the movie anyway, probably. So um, I don't know. I I, I but I'm, I will check it out just because it's, it's going to be attached to Sexy Beast. So okay. That that's all I got, dude. I that's I it, dude. I didn't see shit. There ain't, there's nothing. There's worth, tons of news. Nothing I, I I care to talk about. Nothing that's that, that stood out to me.
1: Really? So you, so nothing like Brendan Fraser is going to star as Robot Man in DC Universe TV series Doom Patrol. No, you didn't see that.
0: I didn't see it. and I, I don't even care because it's just, why not? Because DC is always doing another fucking TV show, a superhero TV show. Everyone's got one shit now. Hell, I think PBS probably has a fucking superhero TV show.
1: Doom Patrol is different than the normal superhero. Well, even if they are, they'll fuck it
0: up. You know what I mean? It could be a cool idea, but they'll fuck it up. Okay, negative Nelly. (laughs) Jesus.
1: (laughs) I have no faith in DC doing anything right. No. So Brendan Fraser is actually going to voice and appear as the character by the name of Cliff Steele. Cliff Steele is a former race car driver who was in a horrific accident and left his body uninhabitable. Cliff's brain was saved by the mysterious Dr. Niles Calder, and he lives on in a powerful robotic body, and I think he's also a manic depressive who tries to kill himself. Okay. So it's very, very interesting. Um, he will provide the physical performance of the character on stage in full body costume. I'm sorry. Riley Shannon has been cast in the role of uh, the body of, ro- of Robot Man. He will provide the physical performance. Fraser will provide the voiceover and will appear in flashback scenes as Cliff... Um, written by Jeremy Carver, Doom Patrol's reimagining of one of DC's strangest groups of outcasts, Robot Man, Negative Man, Woman, and Crazy Jane, led by the mysterious Calder. They're called into action by the ultimate hero for the digital age, Cyborg. Uh, banding together, these rejects find themselves on a mission that will take them to the weirdest, most unexpected corners of the DC universe. Um, that's going to be on DC's uh, um, pay series or whatever the fuck it is. There was an interesting article here. Um, I don't know who this character is. Craig Zayden. Do you know who he is? No. He's a producer. Um, (laughs) How bizarre is this? Um, Craig Zayden, who is a quote-unquote prolific producer, died Tuesday after complications following shoulder replacement surgery.
0: Do you do a lot of Dutch ruddering?
1: I don't know. Oscar, he produced uh, mu- uh, yeah, championing musical theater and produced Oscar telecast as well as the Academy Award winning film adaptation of Chicago. Uh, he's bringing live musical events to NBC, including The Sound of Music, Peter Pan, The Wiz, Hairspray, Jesus Christ Superstar. He was set to produce the forthcoming live TV productions Bye Bye Birdie, A Few Good Men, and Hair because those were winners, huh. the, the, live, yeah. the live musicals. Um, Zayden produced Footloose and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. I mean, it's... it's. I'm not going to say it's sad. He died during shoulder replacement surgery.
0: Well, I mean, Kanye West's mom died from, you know, having a facelift done or some shit like that. I mean, it happens. It's fucking weird, but, you know, sometimes people don't respond properly to, to you know... I um, almost said euthanasia. Same difference. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ambrosia? What the fuck is it called? Nostalgia? What yeah. is it?
1: I don't know. What the fuck are you talking about? What do they
0: knock you out with?
1: Ambrosia. <laughs> Anesthesia.
0: Anesthesia. God damn it. It's a ja. I know it was a ja. I just couldn't think of the it's, right.
1: It was something. It was one of those ja words. Like certain, ja, ja, Gabor. It's what the
0: French call a certain, I don't know, I don't know. know what. Pia d'ora. <laughs> I hope you know what you're doing with that ambrosia. Yeah,
1: ambrosia. <laughs>
0: Damn it. Yeah, dude. I I just uh, I didn't see anything newsworthy, man. That was worth talking about. Maybe.
1: Nothing newsworthy. Just wouldn't even go. Danny Boyle left James
0: Bond twenty five. Yeah, over creative differences. Oh, uh, one thing about the Meg that's interesting. I forgot about this. Um, Eli Roth was one of the original directors that were on that was on to do the movie, and he had to leave because he wanted it to be hard R rated and extremely gory. And the studio wanted to do the PG-13 thing. Right.
1: And I understand that. But I, look, Eli Roth, he's got his niche, which is the fucking horror porn. Yeah. And it gets to the point where that shit gets old. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, we You don't remember nothing about Retha Franklin? You don't want to talk about her? I figured. She did, but you want to talk about her?
0: I mean, we can, I, That's I, I, what I well, cause every time I bring up a dead celebrity, you're just like, who, well, I didn't fucking know her. <laughs> That's usually, I still don't know her. <laughs> I never met the bitch. I so, I don't fucking, you know what I mean? That's the response I think I'm going to get. Um, I look, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Aretha Franklin. I respected, uh, what she you know, she brought to the game. Um, and, uh, I loved her in, in, Blues Brothers, you know, she was a really good character in that movie. Uh, you know, uh, there was did a you few... Like you music? Um, you know, we riding on the freeway of love in our pink Cadillac. Um, I liked a couple of her songs. Uh, I liked that song she did with George Michael, you know? Knew you were waiting for me. Uh, but she wasn't... I didn't grow up with her, you know what I mean? I didn't grow up listening to her from what was it, like the, from the 60s? Um, maybe in the late 50s? I don't remember how long she's been singing for, but... Um, I understand her impact on the, on, on music uh, culture, and uh, especially on black culture, but... I, I just—I never was a huge fan. I never like R E S P C E C T. Fucking always
1: R E S P I C T. Yeah,
0: <laughs> respect. Um, I just that song fucking always irritated the shit out of me, and I always had to change the station. It okay. Just I—I I, nothing against the song itself. I just it wasn't my thing. What? Are you doing a thesis? Well, dude, you want to talk I about you, Aretha I, Franklin? I, right, yeah,
1: I—I yeah. I, I just asked you what you think about fucking Aretha Franklin. I'm, I, I wish. I you don't could. mean. To, I, I know I sound like a complete dick. So, <laughs> you know, and that's just the fucking. That's just the fucking way it's going to be with these podcasts. But okay. the truth of the matter is, is Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, I liked her. Do Snickers you like commercial. her or not?
1: What? Who cares about all the other bullshit? Okay, <laughs> we get the. It would have been better if he's like, I don't like respect, but I liked her in Blues Brothers. Not but. to
0: sound cold, but I don't care either way. Okay, why? Because she just wasn't. I. I didn't follow her. I. I wasn't a. Wasn't a fan of her music. I understand her, her cultural impact, but other than that, I don't. I just don't care. I okay. just don't.
1: Fair enough. Um, I I enjoyed her music, but again, the same same thing. Um, her impact to her her impact on music. I mean, she is truly legendary. It yeah. doesn't matter what anybody says. When when people when people talk about Aretha Franklin, all it is is with oohs and ahs, and that's that's amazing in and of itself. I um, just
0: wish people gave more of a fuck about her in her last ten years than they than they, they did. They
1: did, they absolutely did. She's a fucking legend. It's just the problem is, is that when you start to decline and stuff like that, people don't talk about you as much. Who gives a shit? She's pro- she's probably happy that people didn't talk about her as much because <laughs> she got to be herself.
0: Yeah, and
1: right. and that's really what it comes down to is, you know, all the accomplishments in the world don't mean shit as long as your family's there, you know. And and her and her family was around her, and her family was there for her, and she was completely—no pun intended—respected hmm. by all people, yeah, uh, all races, cultures, creeds, and stuff like that. That's how big of an impact she had on this world, yeah. And that's a big bucket of win. So, all anyways, right. All right. Uh, we could talk about Kelly Marie Tran, but I don't know if I give a shit.
0: Look, we already talked about you know her being mistreated, and you now finally she's speaking out about it, and. You know, she she started to believe all the comments because you you know you keep listening to a bunch of fucking assholes. If enough people tell you you are worthless piece of shit, and you keep letting them say Dude, it, to she you,
1: deleted all of her shit.
0: Yes, read the article. She says that she had to delete it because she started to believe the shit they were telling her, all the negative shit. Okay, so I, I get why she did it. It makes perfect sense because she she was reading too much of it. That that's why when you are a celebrity, you shouldn't even fucking read your fan mail because, especially when it's negative fan mail. Look what happens You know it, it fucks with your head
1: Yeah, If you want to if, if Most people Most 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 people will tell you Who gives a shit What other people say
0: Well she did though That's the that, That's why she, <laughs> That's why she got rid of her shit
1: And And then the same with um, What's her nuts The new Catwoman Rose Oh yeah Ruby Rose Ruby Rose Which again I I am not a, a fan of I'm not a fan of them going in that direction and I'm, and I'm going to tell you why they've already established Catwoman as being blonde Selena Kyle is a blonde girl woman okay at this point she's a girl going heading into womanhood yeah. and they're you know kind of like the Michelle they're going after the Michelle Pfeiffer look and that's the way she is in the books that's the way she was in the cartoon series. And now they are... Regardless, of, I don't care about her sexuality. Mm. That has nothing... That's not important. However, it is kind of important. We'll get to that in a second. When you want to introduce a character like Catwoman and the last thing that you do is what? She's
0: playing Batwoman.
1: Is she playing Batwoman? I thought she was
0: playing Catwoman. They're not calling her Batgirl either. They're calling her Batwoman.
1: Oh. Yeah. I read So uh,
0: then I... I remember when we were walking was, out of the mag, and you mentioned that too, and I was like, "Wait a minute, why did you say bat, or Catwoman?"
1: Right here, Ruby Rose's Catwoman. Because you
0: were talking about um, Selena Kyle, and I was like, "Wait, oh, is that that?"
1: Because the initial, the initial information right here, August seventh. We'll go with this one yeah. right here, and then we'll actually we'll go into um, we'll go we'll, we can actually leave that here. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. Um, I hear CW is not planning to use the crossover as a backdoor for pilot for Batwoman, but instead the film. Um, I, I initially thought it was for Catwoman because I saw a whole bunch of stuff that she was supposed to be Catwoman, mm-hmm. right? But okay, so I'll get over that.
0: See, I used someone's misprint. My
1: fault. I had a good. I had a good rant about it too. <laughs> See, but it says Ruby Rose is Catwoman.
0: Yeah, someone fucked up. <sighs>
1: So that's where I got it from. Sorry. So it was from Entertainment News. Uh, is going to play a lesbian Batwoman in a show for CW next year. I'm conflicted about this because while a lesbian Catwoman makes perfect sense, Ruby Rose has always seemed more like a personality. And the problem with that is, is that she doesn't fit the mold of being Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle is blonde. Yeah, and and you know, regardless of the Halle Berry bullshit, just I've, I've, I've had enough. All right. <laughs> Regardless of, of the uh, Halle Berry nonsense and, and whatever else, the uh, the the whole thing comes down to. Okay, whatever. The whole thing comes down to um, who cares if she's fucking gay? Who cares if. As, as long as she does a good job. If she's doing a good job, fine.
0: As long as she just isn't being used as the trendy gay. <sighs> she is. She is. And, and, she that's, absolutely the, and is. that's the problem, is that she's being used as that. You know, I. I guess it's better being used for that than, you know, being completely ignored, though, right? I mean, it's good for the movement. I guess it's better than the opposite, but...
1: Sounds like a lot of... Hoopla! (laughs)
0: Fucking you and that goddamn hoopla.
1: That's exactly what it is.
0: All right. So, So, anyways... It's just another fucking show that they're going to... You know they're gonna milk the fuck out of, and they're gonna try to just do. They say it's not gonna be connected to Batman, but you know they are because they're always gonna fucking connected to Batman. It has
1: to be connected to Batman. It's connected to the DC universe, therefore it's connected to Batman. Yeah. So <laughs> suck
0: it. Yeah. So that's all I got. Don't you mean like it? No, I mean suck it. <laughs> all right. So yeah. Um. So the next movie that we are going to see is going to be the Happy Time Murders, which I think is going to be uh the last uh, movie of the summer that we're going to uh that we're actually looking forward to seeing. Well, actually the summer ends
1: in 30 days.
0: The summer movie season. Summer mo- the summer movie season ends in August. So you say. That's I mean it, it it used to be the beginning of June started it but now May starts it now. Um but yeah, uh, it's August is usually when it's the, it's the you know running down kind of thing, right? That's when you had, like, the the Hitman's bodyguard and shit like that. You know. Uh, So, I think we're both in agreement that uh, The Happy Time Murders is not going to be a piece of shit. I hope not. Mm. I hope it is goddamn hilarious. I hope that this movie takes risks. Tastes risks? Tastes risks, Yes. (laughs) I keep seeing the... I hope there's silly string all over the place. I keep seeing the fucking...
1: The advert... (laughs) For, um... Since this is gonna run, I keep seeing ads for the Happy Time murders, and one of them is uh is it it's not a
0: it's um the fuck is her name? Melissa McCarthy no <laughs> oh um I know you're talking about the 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 secretary no oh um she was in uh Zach and Mary she played Mary oh Elizabeth banks, yes, okay,
1: and she plays a stripper,
0: okay, and
1: yeah. as she's stripping they're like bite the tip, bite the she's got carrots in her hand. <laughs>
0: Love singing and dancing.
1: Hi, you folks.
0: That's wild. Is that doing anything? <laughs> Fifty cents. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> well, it's a great price. It almost makes me wish I had a dick for you to suck. What? Oh, take that as a yes. <laughs>
1: Two (laughs) of the most decorated offices in this
0: department. What do you say? Looks like a rubber gone wrong to me. This wasn't a robbery, this was a hit. Welcome! Someone out there (gasps) is killing puppets. Hey, handsome.
1: You looking for some rotten cotton? I'm a woman. That's okay. Yeah, that's even better. Got a good time for you.
0: <laughs> We're gonna catch the bastards who did these murders. Because bodies are gonna start piling up. You're one of the best damn cops I've ever seen. I'll have your badge for this. I'm in the fucking FBI. Oh, yeah? What's that stand for? Fucking big idiot? <laughs> cop,
1: good cop, where is your dignity? Where's your empathy? Where is your sympathy, bad cop? If shit gets crazy, I'm gonna empathy? go crazy as shit. <laughs> okay. God, are you alright? I ruptured my hymen. This pure ecstasy. I'm
0: not doing this. Do it. Oh, sorry about your dead human friend, Phillips. That is good shit. (laughs) Well, fuck me. Maybe. (laughs) You'll be great. Is Phil in?
1: He's servicing a client.
0: Is that what I think it is?
1: <laughs> Here I go.
0: Here I go. 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 Oh, my head! <coughs> oh, my God. oh my God. <clears throat> I love how she just like pulls out the cleaner, just like, yep, here we fucking go again. You know, uh, that movie, you know what would be the, a, a hilarious payoff in that movie is if uh, Statler and Waldorf show up. They won't. They I know they, they can't won. use them. <laughs> I think this is, let's we'll watch the one more. No. God damn it. Sons of bitches.
1: Audiences have seen the first footage of the Happy Time Murders, and the response was explosive.
0: I wet myself in anticipation.
1: That's okay. It's hey, even better. have got a good time for you. Hey.
0: It can't be unseen
1: purple carpet doesn't match the drapes WTF no seriously what the actual
0: you want me to pull my gun no
1: unless you're talking about your wiener so gloriously inappropriate (laughs) this shit wild what the someone out there (gasps) is killing puppets wait wait what this movie seems stupidly
0: good (laughs) is that what I think it is wait (laughs) wait
1: Shit. will fuck me? Maybe. <laughs> the Happy Time Murders. There's the, the scene I'm looking for is uh bite the tip. There it is. <laughs> ah no, go away. I can't find it. anyways. As it is, the, the whole movie looks fucking hilarious.
0: And it better be. Goddamn, better be. <clears throat> I'm surprised that it even did the the silly string. Sounds
1: like a lot of Hoopla! And
0: the reason why is because how like studios were afraid uh, with um, Team America to have the, the Shiza scene and the, the the golden shower scene sex scene. They cut those out, and so you can only watch them on the unrated version. Um, so I'm surprised because. <laughs> because it's so suggestive yeah. I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for them doing this shit it's just that's why they put it in the trailers yeah, but that would I'll, be my guess yeah alright dude this is like this year's Sausage Party but I hope it's way way better that's what I hope too yeah alright <laughs> that's all I got that's all we got man alright we'll let you know how uh, how good or uh, shitty uh, have yeah that's what the is. whole
1: movie review is about We'll let you know how good it is. Yeah,
0: we'll let you know if you should see it or not. So go fuck yourselves. Yep. All right.